Welcome back to the Code 1098 True Crime Podcast. Thanks for tuning in again. This week's episode is the first of a two-part series that involves two missing persons cases from two different states that are allegedly not connected but do have a relation to each other. This first one is about a very confusing missing person case that began almost 13 years ago in Polk County, Wisconsin. On Friday, August 21, 2009, 21-year-old Rosemary Bly left her home in Sterling Township, which is located in Polk County, Wisconsin, to travel to Cushing, Wisconsin to meet up with her cousin. It has been speculated that the meet was going to happen at a bar. Rose informed her husband of her plans and left their home around 7.30 p.m. She had also told him she planned on being back around midnight. When midnight rolled around and Rose wasn't home, her husband Christopher really didn't think much of it and eventually ended up falling asleep waiting for her to get back. When he woke up the next morning, he was surprised to see that Rose still hadn't made it home and he started calling a couple different people but no one knew where she was. It was on that day, August 22, 2009, that Christopher reported his wife as a missing person. As we said, Rose was married and she was also a mother of two girls. Now we know all marriages and relationships have their problems, but Rose and Christopher definitely struggled more than not. They were very young, they had two young children, and it's been said that money was tight. Their relationship was rocky and sometimes physically violent. People close to Rose claim that Christopher was physically violent with her. But in the summer of 2009, before she went missing, it was Rose who was arrested and charged with domestic violence and disorderly conduct. So some people say he was abusive, some people say it was her. The only documentation we have is Rose's arrest, but just because Christopher was never actually arrested, it doesn't mean he wasn't taking part in these physical fights either. So I think it's fair to say we just don't know for certain what was actually going on inside their home. Rose did go to court in July of 2009 and pled not guilty. Christopher did file for divorce that summer, but eventually withdrew his petition. By August of 2009, they were together and working to try to fix their relationship. Investigators started their search for Rose at the bar where they believed she had been the night before. They reached out to her cousin only to find out Rose and the cousin never actually had any plans to meet up that night. Now at this point, it raises some questions, like was Rose's story a cover for something else, or was Christopher the one that was lying? Law enforcement began questioning everyone that knew Rose and didn't really discover any leads. That is, until Wednesday, August 26th, five days after she was last seen alive, her car was discovered in a parking lot in Grantsburg, Wisconsin. It was rumored to be parked in a municipal lot that truck drivers frequently parked in overnight, but that has since been disputed. Rose and Christopher lived in Sterling, and she was supposed to only go a short distance to Cushing that evening, but her car somehow ended up 25 miles away in Grantsburg, Wisconsin. We do know that Rose grew up in Grantsburg and her mother still lived there so she was definitely familiar with that area. This case has obviously provided us with more questions than answers. First, we have the issue of where Rose was going the night of August 21st when her husband claimed he last saw her. 
We know the initial report stated she was leaving to meet her cousin, possibly at a bar in Cushing, Wisconsin, but the cousin has disputed that which has left people to wonder if Rose lied and used her cousin as a cover or if Christopher was the one lying. During one media interview, a reporter asked Christopher about that night in the bar in Cushing. He stated that he never said it was a bar in Cushing, but he did say that she was supposed to be meeting with her cousin. Later reports show a family member also told the media that Rose was supposed to be going to a birthday party that evening and the location of that party was only two miles from her house. Many friends and family members have come forward or been questioned, but no one claims to have seen Rose that night. Those that knew Rose don't believe she would abandon her children for something as trivial as a misdemeanor charge in court. Rose was said to be an amazing mother to her little girls and absolutely loved children. So whether she was going to meet her cousin in Cushing at a bar or going to a birthday party near her home, there's just been no logical explanation that anyone has come up with for her car to end up in Grantsburg, 25 miles from her home and another 15 miles from Cushing. This leaves us wondering what the real story is about what happened the night of August 21st, 2009. Where did Rose really go when she left the house? You would think phone records could help clear some of this up, but would the phone records also show there were other people Rose might have been talking to around the time of her disappearance? It boils down to where was Rose really headed? Surely someone has to know something. It's been almost 13 years since Rosemary Bly was reported missing. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Rosemary Bly or information that may help locate her, please contact the Polk County Sheriff's Department at 715-485-8300. Tune in next week for part two involving the disappearance of Rosemary Bly's five-year-old niece in June of 2021. Thank you for listening to the Code 1098 True Crime Podcast, giving you past, present, solved, and unsolved mysteries and murders. As always, if you have suggestions for a case that you would like to see featured, feel free to message us or leave suggestions in the comments. We're always open to feedback. Thanks for tuning in today. Until next week.